Welcome back to the Summer Party Pod. I'm Lizzie, a veteran podcast host. I'm Hannah, and I'm still in the midst of my post-grad crisis. And you're listening on our one-year anniversary. You've been putting up with us for an entire calendar year. Some of you have been putting up with us for a lot longer. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening not on the day we upload this, that means we've been podcasting for more than a year. So, good on us. And that's bananas. It really is. The post-grad crisis will just continue. Is that what all of life is after you're done with school? It seems so. I don't want to think about that, actually. Whew. Okay, that brought the mood down real fast. We've been recording for less than a minute. <clears throat> awesome. <clears throat> Spiral. Today, we have uh, an exciting little program for y'all. We're not talking about a movie. Um, throwing it back to August 31st of 2021, we're just going to have a fun little chit-chat. We're going to reintroduce ourselves. Yeah, we have some fun talking points. We have some some questions, some prompts from beloved listeners of the pod. Perhaps some less beloved listeners of the pod. Some might say... Enemy of the pod. And certainly some haters of the pod. But everyone we talked to gave us really good questions. Mm -hmm. And then this is coming out wednesday august 31st tomorrow is thursday september 1st when we will be celebrating with a very very special movie episode featuring a very very special Mm -hmm. guest two episodes in one week that we're not going to announce in this episode no you gotta come back you're welcome you're welcome you're gonna have so much content to listen to um lizzie to start us off i have a surprise prompt for you Okay. No, we didn't watch a movie for today, but I still kind of want us to do a 60-second summary. Okay. So I think it could be fun for each of us to give a 60-second summary of our last year. Oh, that's cute. I like that. Okay. <laughs> um, you can go as in-depth as you want. You can keep it as vague as you want. Okay. Um, Are we starting, like, August 31st? August 31st to August 31st? Um, we can start August 31st, yeah, or just, like, since the birth of the pod. Okay. all right. So we, we could talk, we could talk late July, if you want. So would you like to summarize your life first? Sure, am I, sur- am I summarizing both of our lives? Or just... No, we can do it, like, we can each do one. Okay. We can each do one. I love that. Like, you can do your life and I'll do mine. Okay. I was going to say, honestly, it's entirely possible we could summarize each other's lives better than our own. <laughs> Ooh, should we do that? No. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a good thing we, we're not going to summarize each other's lives because we would say some incriminating things. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Do we want to do... I'll, I'll count you down. I'll get you a timer. Yeah, please do. Okay. On your mark, get set, Lizzie. So Hannah and I came up with the idea for the podcast the summer after we had left college. I was commuting over an hour each way to work every day, and I was absolutely bored out of my mind, miserable. The pod started. We had a really great time. Then 
our lives went a little bit crazy. Things got tricky. We took a brief unintentional hiatus from the pod of like a few weeks. We watched Halloween Town. It was wildly disappointing. <laughs> and then we took a big hiatus at the beginning of the year. Um, unintentional, not planned. During that time, Hannah and I both went on a series of very disappointing dates trying to get our lives together. It was unsuccessful. And then we came back to it with a <laughs> renewed vigor. <laughs> we were very excited about the podcast. We've both switched jobs. Hannah moved. I'm rocking and rolling. And now we're bringing you a podcast every week. <laughs> yeah, we are. And essentially that was pretty good those are the only things that we've done yeah I was gonna say um I'm on my fourth or fifth job since we came up with the idea of the podcast I'm on my second and third jobs since we came out with the podcast on the exonerable march towards death um I love that yeah Obviously, there are some details in there. Some other exciting stuff happened. Birthdays, trips. Yeah, less exciting things, crises, breakdowns. Hannah and I have probably collectively read every book in existence since this started. Oh, yeah, lots of books read. A healthy dose of escapism. I would say an unhealthy dose. A dose, certainly. Um, Considering how this is affecting my sleep. <laughs> how late i stayed up last night it's very um, fun it's fun for us hannah do you want to give yours yeah sure i can yeah please you had some exciting things happen like a lot of them did i i guess i did mary yes you got a new family member <gasps> oh yeah okay i know what to talk okay all right you want me to count you in sure three two one so when Lizzie and I conceived of this podcast idea, I was working my first post-grad job, which was a summer temp position. And it was like the most frustrating job I've ever had. It was terrible. I almost quit a few times, but I would listen to podcasts all day, every day. So Lizzie and I were recommending podcasts to each other. And we said, you know what, let's start a pod. So I threw myself um, headfirst into that. I almost swore. And then uh, I had it pretty easy for most of this ride because I haven't edited anything until late 2022. I just got to watch some fun decoms, chat with Lizzie every week. Um, I changed jobs in September and then again in October um, and then again in March. So now I'm working a fourth job. Um, I was commuting. I moved out of my parents house I adopted a dog a dog died cry but um mostly I'm just excited to be here and my birthday's next week incredible my summary was way worse than yours that's okay you got some more detail in there I did just an yeah. overview and the real takeaway from this is that through this this has even in the times when we like this was super on the back burner and not a priority for either of us because nothing really of this nature can be the number one priority for you 100% of the time because there's other things that need to get done. Especially from the amount of money that we make from this, which I think at this point is um 
$4.30 total. Oh, I know. We passed 420 the other day. It made me so happy. It made me laugh. But we have become even closer friends. Yeah. I truly do not know if there has been a day in the last year where we have not texted each other at least five times. I honestly don't think so. Like, even on... We tell I tell you everything. It's, yeah, it's very nice. It's lovely. Unfortunately, we haven't seen each other in person in at least, I'd say, 15 to 16 months. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Kind of crazy. In fact, I don't remember the last time we saw each other in person. Um, but anyway, I was going to get a little serious oh, for okay. a second and say that, like, because this is the first time in our lives, we have not been in a school setting of any sort. This is the first time that, like, we have had really no avenue for which to, like, make friends, even if it's just friends for survival, like you do mm-hmm. at school, in clubs, in sports, whatever. My closest friends to me who, like, we went to school with, like, I have BFF Jill, mm-hmm. who is my high school friend who like still lives in our town and then other than that my closest friends that we went to school with are two hours away so like Mm -hmm. I can see them on a weekend but that's about it so having this though it has been very fun and it's also a lot of hard work especially I think for people of our personality types over the last couple of years, definitely, it has been easier to, like, let the keeping up with people and catching up with people kind of fall by the wayside. Mm-hmm. And, like, we can't do that. We're like, oh, we have a pod to record. So, like. Gotta hop on a call. We at least have to talk to each other once a week. And now yeah. we just talk to each other pretty much all day, every day. Yeah, multiple times a day. It never really stops. We never shut up. That's what we have I was going to say we don't. It's, from, it's I wake up to texts from you, and I'm sure you wake up to texts from me. Yeah. Han, I wake up, and Hannah, I get texts that Hannah has sent me the night before. Yeah, and then I wake up to ones that from 6 a.m. It's a cycle. There you go. Um, I would also like to say that our audience is not super big. And we knew that going into this, we knew that we were not going to make a bajillion dollars off of this, and we were probably not going to become a super popular podcast. However, just knowing that, like, even if our audience is only people that we know in real life, which, like, Mm -hmm. the statistics have shown, that is not true. Yeah. But, like, even if the people who listen regularly are only people we know in real life, even if it's, like, our episode is 45 minutes long. If that's 45 minutes that, like, they get a giggle or, like, bring some joy in their life, it's worth every single moment of audacity and our other editing stuff, deleting my stuff all the time. And likewise, you know, we, um, yeah, we'll have, like, you know, we've had to take some hiatuses. We've had a lot of technical troubles but every time we get a nice message from someone who's listened to an episode it just makes the whole thing worth it so thank you to everyone um whether you message us on instagram or just text us directly 
or tell us in real life, um, it, you know, it makes it feel real. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Embarrassing. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Crying in the club. All right. So we got a lot of awesome prompts. Hannah, you just gave us our first awesome prompt. Thank you very much. Um, I will just say our friend Justin, who we mentioned maybe last episode, maybe the episode before, the one who was having the ankle issues. He's fine, by the way. His ankle is still a little bit of a mess, but he's doing better. But he sent us some really, really fantastic prompts for the pod. So this is one that we got in a lot of different forms. What are your top three decoms that we've watched so far? <gasps> okay, well, I have to look at the list. Are we going based on what we've scored them? I think it would be interesting to look at what we've scored them and then perhaps reevaluate. See if that agrees with us. Because I think I have a lot of them that are the exact same ranking. Okay, let me look. And do series not count as one? Like each one in a series is, it, is its own? I think that's up to you. Oh. I think that's up to you. That's a stressful question. Do you want me to go first while you're thinking? Yeah, you go first, but I think I know what I want to say. So my top ranked one, and I agree with this, five stars I gave to the Kim Possible movie that we did with our dear friend, Abby. And I stand by that, period, point blank. We have a lot of ties for things that I gave 4.25s to. And the more I have let it fester, I think I'm going to put Jump In in my number two spot. Mm. Right behind Kim Possible? Because I don't know if we had a bad thing to say about that movie. Yeah, I don't think and we did. Like, it's an objectively good movie. And it like stood up. And, you know, it stood the test of time. It did. And the performances were very good. Yeah, shout out to Corbin Blue and Kiki Palmer and the rest of the Red Hot Chili Steppers. The quality was fantastic. The story was great. I love an inspirational sports film. Of course, we know this. And then I'm comfortable lumping the last zombies and those last two descendants into one, like, a category I would call cheeky, recent decom musicals. (laughs) There you go. Okay. I think, even though it doesn't go with our rankings, because my highest ranked movie is also Kim Possible. I gave it a solid five. But to me, Kim Possible's in a different category. And I don't know if it's because it's animated, so it feels different than the rest of them. But I don't think it's in my top three, which is weird. Tell me more. I think we all know, number one, Zombies 3. We're not surprised. No. If an episode about Zombies 3 comes out on September 7th, don't say I didn't warn you. (laughs) It won't, but just in case. It'll be a one hour and 45 minute episode wherein Hannah does a frame by frame analysis of the movie. (laughs) Happy birthday. I will not be editing that, by the way. (laughs) You can live stream it. Oh my god, one day. Someday. Okay. 
Um, number two, I think I'm going to say Descendants 3. Elaborate. Something about the last movie in a musical series, the third movie in a musical trilogy, especially one by Kenny Ortega, has me wrapped around its finger. Anyone who's ever met me knows how I feel about High School Musical 3. Obviously, that can't be on this list because we haven't watched it, nor is it a decom. But um, we haven't watched it yet. yet. Done, done, done. Continue. Um, my number three spot is a little bit hard, especially because I'm deciding between two. But one of them, I think, is an episode that's in the vault. Which one was it? Cloud Nine. Coming soon to a pair of headphones near you. Um, so if I don't say Cloud Nine, I think I might say our OG moment, Avalon High. I was thinking about doing that in my top three. I rewatched that movie actually pretty recently. Like in the last month, I watched it with original, um, our very first ever friend of the pod, Amber. And that movie, it's so campy. It's so cringy. Um, it's not the highest ranked movie on our list. I only gave it a 3.5. But something about that movie, and also the fact that it started it all, I think it, it has a special place. It belongs in top three. I love that. All of those are excellent choices. Yeah. Um. So we have a couple other questions from potential friend of the pod, Justin. Justin started all of this out as a hater of the pod, and then he sent Hannah and I a very, very nice message the other day, which Hannah took as a direct insult. Not an insult, an asshole. He said... No, it did It did make me happy. So the Slumber Party pod has entered my rotation of podcasts that I listen to at work. Just finished the most recent episode, and that was the one that Hannah edited, and it was just 40 minutes of happiness. You two have great pod chemistry. And music? It's been like eight months since I last listened. <laughs> you have intros and outros? First of all, he clearly wasn't listening that hard to begin with, because we've always had intro and outro music. But that's okay. I really love the enthusiasm. Hannah was not having it. Hannah was not impressed in the slightest. He said, it's been eight months since I listened, and Hannah jumped on that like a freaking mountain lion. I really appreciate his kind words, especially after I had a difficult time with that episode. But um, yeah, if you're going to be a friend of the pod, listen every damn week. <laughs> but he did leave us some more questions. Who did he? Okay. He said, which movies were worse than you remember? <gasps> okay. I have two that come to mind immediately. Okay, go ahead, because I'm going to look. Descendants. Or not Descendants. I'm so sorry. <gasps> Cut that out. <laughs> Halloween Town. I'm always thinking about Descendants a little bit. Halloween Town. Yeah. The whole series. Worse than yeah. expected. Mm -hmm. And this was a real disappointment. And especially because it was my birthday episode. Oh, yeah. Which I, I think is also still in the vault. Is it? Yeah, I think so. I, that was way mid, mid hiatus. Oh, Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior. Maybe I'll figure out if I can bring that back. Yeah, Wendy that would be a good Wu one to bring back. Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior 
disappointing. But if we're doing just ones that we've done Halloween Town series, specifically Halloween Town 2, WTF. Yeah, I'm going to say um, one, Wendy Wu should definitely be one we bring back from the vault, unless the reason we didn't put it out is because we literally had nothing to say because we were so disappointed. In which case, it can stay dead. But that's entirely possible. Uh, obviously, Halloween Town 2, which I think a theme of that episode was me saying, I don't really remember ever watching this before, even though I knew that I had. But yeah, it sucked. Um, it's canonically the worst decom, at least that I've ever seen. But It's really, um, really bad. I said it last week, and I'll say it again. Nine C disappointed me a little bit last week. Um, yes. I I remembered. I've always remembered enjoying that every time I watched it, and it did just bore me last week. It wasn't bad, but it did not reach my expectations. Yeah. Um. Okay. Justin's next question: Which decoms have we watched this season that were better than you remember, or I'm gonna say, or slash better than you expected for me obviously the descendant series and the zombie series hannah was rooting for zombies from the very beginning so yeah so descendants the series and zombies the series were a pleasant surprise for me Mm -hmm. um because i wasn't expecting to like them as much as i did on my first watch of them all um and then another one that pleasantly surprised me that um, I had watched before um, was Xenon. Oh, interesting. I gave Xenon a 3.75, which, like, considering what we give most things, that's a pretty good score. It's pretty good. And I just thought it was so fun. I actively enjoyed myself while watching that. Well, that was also just a super fun episode because that was where we famously had Enemy of the Pod, Sam LaRoe. Yes, and it was not a musical, which is kind of surprising because the music is normally such a selling point for both of us. Yeah. But I had so much fun watching that movie because it was so nostalgic but still kind of surprised me a little bit so there you go what about you hannah i am gonna say get a clue i had never seen before i was a little nervous it was our second movie episode and i thought it was super cute it made me less scared of the older decoms which um, anyone that knows me knows that I'm kind of a fan of like the decom renaissance like starting from like 2006 high school musical that era on but I really did enjoy get a clue um, good I also think you know I didn't give this a very good rating but they say you can't remember pain so maybe I just am happier now than I was cowbells also was one that I either had never seen or hadn't seen in a long time. Uh, I only rated it slightly above average, but Love that. that was another one that was like, I was kind of like, ah, going into it. And it was cute. And I did like watching it. 
I love that. Um, and those were all the questions from Justin, from pod friend Justin. So. Um, I have another activity for us, if you want. Ooh, I was thinking it might be an awesome idea to retake the quiz we took in our very first episode of how many decoms we've watched and see how our scores have changed. So I'm going to send that to you right now. Um, it's actually a slightly different quiz because the one that we took last time didn't include all the movies that came out in 2021 and 2022. Naturally. Uh, the only thing is this new quiz does not include Zombies 3, so we can just add one to whatever our score is. Okay, good. But for reference, last time, Lizzie had watched 51 and I had watched 49. And we were both dubbed... Not much of a Disney fan, famously. That's very funny to me, personally. I've definitely watched some new ones, so I'm excited to try. Me too. I hope I didn't accidentally lie on my last one. (laughs) I hope I didn't either, but hey. We'll see. Ooh, okay. What did you get? I got 58. Really? Well, so plus one is 59. I got 66. Ooh, we both increased by so much. I have, it says you checked more than 91% of quiz takers. Pretty good. This is very respectable. Yeah, mine too. I love that. Good for us. I increased mine by 10, and you increased yours by 14? 15. That's crazy. Well, because think about it, I had two full series that I hadn't seen. True. Plus, we watched, like, all the new ones that came out last year. Plus, there are other random ones that I have watched since then. Yeah, exactly. Like, Dad Napped. Yeah, and, you know, for me, like, the 13th year and such. Nice job, team. Pew. Okay, Lizzie, get us some more questions that we can uh, power through. Um, so pod friend Sam sent us several voice messages. Um, one of which was a wonderful prompt that we're actually going to address with our special guest on tomorrow's episode. Um, because I think that particular guest will have a lot to say about this prompt. Yeah, and I'm not prepared to answer it tonight. Well, neither am I. Um, he also sent us just a couple nice messages, despite being enemy of the pod number one. Um, but he did give us a little prompt in the vein of decoms, but in a different sector of Disney media. Sorry, enemy of the pod here again. Um, I just had to come back to this, just thought of this one. This is not even a decom question um i want to talk playhouse disney okay what um not even your brand so playhouse disney what were you guys watching i know that um lizzie didn't have all the disney things all the time growing up but like disney children shows when we were in elementary what were you guys watching and why was it bear in the big blue house don't make me send in another one of these because i will okay thanks love you bye Yeah. This is very important to me because, as you all know, we have an actual child, Maggie, who is 
dangerously close to being an actual teen. And so I got exposed to not only the Playhouse Disney of my youth, but also the Disney Junior of her youth. So I have a lot of thoughts on these little kids' Disney shows. See, unfortunately, I hate to break it to Sam. Apparently, I wasn't a big Playhouse Disney girl because when we listened to your message, I looked it up and I recognize a lot of these shows, but I don't think I watched a lot of them. So I'll have less to say than Lizzie, but that's okay. I talk enough as it is. So Sam's message was specifically about Bear in the Big Blue House, which was a staple in my household throughout all of my childhood and much of Maggie's. I've never seen it. Some more underrated, well, also The Wiggles. Hello. Okay, yeah, we've all seen that. Fruit salad, yummy, yummy. Maggie was a huge fan of Little Einsteins and Charlie and Lola and Handy Manny. Love Charlie and Lola. Except when she was little, she couldn't say Charlie and Lola. She called them Charlie and Lala. <laughs> Handy Manny was a big one. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. And this is an interesting one that I had forgotten about. Special Agent Oso. I do remember Stanley, um, you know, the great big book of everything with everything inside. I vaguely remember, what are they freaking called? The Einsteins? Little Einsteins? We're going on a trip in our favorite rocket ship. I also remember side story in high school. We had like an engineer from like NASA or something come and like talk to the calculus classes. And then we got in trouble because when it was time for questions, people just were asking questions about little Einsteins and we got reprimanded so hard. Anyway. That's really funny. If you become famous and you don't promote the pod. Red flag. (laughs) Yeah. I'll cut you off. I'll never speak to you again. Thank you. That's not true, but okay. <laughs> I won't talk to you for at least a day. You have to cut me a check. Um, thank you, Sam, for that engaging question. What else did Sam ask us? Or did he just say nice things and then scary things? That. Nice things and then scary things. Hello again, slumber party people. I just had to send a second one in. Uh, it's the enemy of the pod number one. Just would like to say, all joking aside, I'm so proud of you guys. You did it. Woohoo! Um... You guys do cool things, and I hope you continue doing cool things, because if not, the enemy of the pod will have won. And if there's any way that you can dismantle the patriarchy, of which the enemy of the pod uh, is part of, it's by continuing to succeed. So, you know, there you go. He he threatened us if we stopped making the pod. True, 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 true. He threatened us and told us that um, we're single-handedly taking down the patriarchy. Slay. Yeah. Um. Oh, Hannah Turner. Nope, you're Hannah Turner. Hannah Labovitz. Our other friend Hannah said, if you could tell yourself something before starting it up a year ago, what would you want your past self to know about running a podcast? Ooh. Thank you, Hannah, first of all. I can't think of much. I would say just replace your computer now. Yeah, rather than later. Just do it now. And that, Lizzie, I'm not speaking directly to you. Replace your computer now. I fear that my beloved laptop is on her way out the door. But I don't want to say it too loudly because I need her to work for at least the next couple months. <laughs> um, I think I would say that, you know, 
like obviously we knew people like you know we weren't gonna have the world listening right away but it was pretty encouraging like our first one or two episodes we had like a ton of people tune in and then that trickled off and I think it's just like every podcast when it starts unless it's run by freaking like the ladies from the office um you know starts starts with a little audience and that's fine my favorite podcast you know goes without saying Binchtopia like they talk about when they started the podcast and they were doing it just into the void into the ether and now they're like girl bossing so hard so they're getting sent bidets yeah and invited places which as you all know that's hannah's only goal for this no no don't put that in my mouth that was your goal i'll happily take one that was your inspiration do we need to pull up the clip no no don't put french words in my mouth i don't want (laughs) i don't want a bidet i don't care i didn't really care but like if someone gave me a free one like i'd probably install it i i gotta be honest there's not much that someone could send us for free that i wouldn't take at this point yeah yeah. As, as you hear every every week at the beginning of the episode we have no money it's true did anyone else say anything for us to to talk about oh yes my cousin my beloved cousin who we talked about already once on the pod Mm -hmm. she said why did the movie quality take a turn after 2011 um it didn't and that is one of the things that i wanted to address with this podcast is that just because you became a teenager doesn't mean that disney channel became bad it just means that you became a teenager and therefore weren't disney's um prime demographic yeah and i think we all fell victim to that and being like oh it's like disney channel like it it's disney channel's bad since you know they finished hannah montana and high school musical and and um wizard of waverly place but as we've seen from watching a bunch of movies made after 2010 a lot of them are really good quite good yeah in fact they've gotten better I think the other thing is, just from a logistic standpoint, they started dedicating a lot more money to these Disney Channel original movies. So the quality got better. So it lost that sort of like cheesy, corny, kid movie-esque quality Mm -hmm. that we associated so much with like the movies we loved when we were little. Yeah. They don't have the same vibe. But like if you think about it, the lowest ranked movie we watched was one from the 90s. And our highest ranked movies are ones from the 2010s and 20s. Yeah. And also, I like to think that the, I don't want to say child actors, the young actors working on the movies are probably getting treated a lot better and getting a much better experience now than they were then. I sure hope so. I mean, it's no Nickelodeon, but I I sure hope that all the child actors are having good experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Um, her next question, is the reign of Kenny Ortega supernatural? Does he have blackmail information? On us? No, just like why, how has he done what he has done? How has he accomplished all he's accomplished? And honestly, for legal purposes, I don't necessarily feel comfortable speculating. No, I don't either. We can speculate off the pod. Just know that uh, we are Kenny Ortega fans first and mortals second. So, so maybe... His reign is supernatural. We love you, Kenny. Good for him. Yeah. We love you, Kenny. For those of you who don't know the story of Hannah's- Remember when they canceled Julie and the Phantoms? I don't want to goddamn talk about it. I'm so upset. I just remembered that. 
Sorry, what are we remembering about me? Um, because about Hannah's birthday present for me, um, is an L.L. Bean Boat and Tote that has her favorite quote from the entire Zombies franchise embroidered on the side of it. Hannah, would you like to do a dramatic reenactment of that quote for us for the 17th time? Hey, baby. She screamed when she got the bag. I have scrumped so many screams. And it's pink and green? Yeah. Um, But I did try to... I was going to get her one that said Kenny Lover on it. But then I said there are creepy people in the world and some of them might be named Kenny, so I don't want to deal with that. Kenny Ortega's fan club president. Her last question was, maybe you can make predictions of what Disney should make movies of next. Ooh. That's interesting. Um, The movies we've been seeing recently from Disney Channel, besides like the franchises that they've been like finishing up, so like in late like in 2020, they finished Descendants and they like started the zombies thing. The ones that have been coming out recently are interesting. Yeah. Um, I feel like they don't have a ton in common, but they all do kind of have like similar vibes. I've watched a few of them. Like, for example, I watched Upside Down Magic, which came out in 2020. And then I watched, we both watched Christmas Again, which came out in 2021. I feel like they, the series, tend to focus on, like, older teenagers. The other ones still tend to focus on younger children, which makes sense. Um, But I guess I'm excited to see what their next kind of musical series will be. Me too. They always kind of have one going at at a time. Yeah, I'm excited about that. They had a high school musical, and then they had a... Cheetah Girls, we had uh, Teen Beach, Descendants, Zombies. I am interested. Yeah. Because they are coming out with the second Hocus Pocus movie this Halloween season. And I'm interested to see if any other kind of beloved classic decoms get reboots, like get remade mm-hmm. or get sequels in the next couple of years. Especially because, and I don't want to concern you, but the people around our age are starting to, like, have children out of the guise of teen pregnancy. Oh my god, I don't want to think about it. So it wouldn't surprise me if Disney started making things targeting both our demographic and the demographic of our potential future children. I mean, we've seen already for two and a half years, there's been a, they're already on season three of High School Musical, the musical, the series. Yeah, I think that's just kind of the beginning of what we're going to see of kind of what I call the decom renaissance spinoffs. Yeah. We also saw last year, Disney released Under Wraps, which was a remake of one of the earliest decoms, which I haven't watched either of them. Maybe that could be a fun thing for us to do this October, but, um, Yes. That's a really good question. I'm excited to see what our next musical series is. I have no guesses, but... It's always fun. It's never bad. Disney knows how to make music, yeah. Um, And I have one final question that was asked by two of our most loyal listeners. One, BFF Jill. And two, my mom. 
who both asked the same question, which we've kind of answered before, but why did we decide to do this podcast? Now, Lizzie and I have alluded to an origin story, which is a secret we'll never tell XOXO, you know you love us. Um, But I think we can talk vaguely about this. Go piss, girl. Um, I think we can talk more vaguely about this. I think we can just talk about the podcast specifically. Like, why? How did we get to a point where we were like, this is the move? Um, So we talked about it a little bit at our beginning in our 60-second summaries. But we had just been sending each other podcast recommendations. Also books and TV shows and such. But um, podcasts are the easiest thing to listen to, like, when you're at work. So we were sending each other so many recommendations. And it was kind of like, at least for me, it was like, I can do that. Yeah. We have things to say. We were both in a great period of sort of like transition and coming to terms with the fact that like, oh my God, like kind of can't lean on the comfort of being in school, which is what we had done for the past, you know, almost two decades. And we're both very like kind of achievement driven project driven people if you haven't listened to our first episode we are both virgo risings sorry about that happy virgo season that explains a lot right happy virgo season makes sense that the slumber party pod was born a virgo (sighs) true she's an august virgo though so much to consider we should look up when what time i posted our first episode and look at the birth chart of our slumber party pod brb um, maybe we'll do that after outside of the pod because we've been recording for an hour. Um, but yeah, we needed a project and we had been consuming, consuming so much content, like consuming content like we hadn't really been able to do for like mm-hmm. four years prior because of school and because we were both mm-hmm. working multiple jobs. Um, and it all just kind of fell into place. And we were both kind of, like, at the right place within ourselves at the right time. And, like, our friendship had gotten to a point where we were close enough that we felt comfortable kind of, like, embarking on this, what could have been very stressful project together. And we work very well together. But also, if this needs to, like be on the back burner for a little bit it's not the end of the world and we will come back to it it's not going to get forgotten so never and that's the thing like even when we were on hiatus we were still talking about the pod oh yeah on a weekly basis like brainstorming coming up with other things to get ourselves excited for it we were still recording episodes (laughs) yeah they just weren't making its way into the to the outside but all right hannah Mm mm-hmm Do we want to wrap up? I think we do. I think that this was an amazing conversation, a celebration. I like getting to just chat like this. Yeah, me too. Because we would chat anyway. And now we get to make content out of it. (laughs) Now we get to make content out of it. I mean, our first episode was our most listened to episode ever. So clearly people liked the chat. It's been listened to at least a couple times a week since it got posted. But seriously... 
and with all of that gross us being content creator things set aside this has been despite the fact that the world has made it a very tricky last year this has by far been one of the best things if not the best thing to come out of it certainly for me I think for both of us yeah absolutely and I have no intention of stopping anytime soon never lord knows we're never gonna run out of words to say yeah nor movies to watch right nor um and i was saying before we started recording i hate the sound of my own voice just a little bit less so i'm just gonna keep getting stronger yes it's gonna be great it's gonna be so much fun yeah all right hannah take it away ernie take it away This has been the Slumber Party Pod, a deep dive into DCOMs. This episode was edited by Hannah and collectively conceived of as a postgrad crisis by Lizzie and Hannah. This podcast has been distributed by Anchor, and we hope you'll join us again next week. Bye! Bye! Okay, since the, the pod's inception... Conception. Life begins at conception. Inception is the movie with Leonardo da Vinci. Nope, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> I also would like to to make a very strong disclaimer. I was joking. Um, About what? That was not my political take. Oh, when I said life begins at conception. I didn't even pay attention to that. Cut that out. I, yeah. Cut that Maybe out. Maybe we should just restart. Um, <laughs> no, we're fine. We're fine. We're doing the business.